This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Well, Bob Herring covers the game for ESPN, writes at ESPN.com. His latest article is on Jordan Spieth. You remember Jordan Spieth, don't you? Um, it is a pleasure to welcome Bob Herrig back to the Augusta Golf Show. Hi, Bob. Hello, John. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I know you're busy. There's a lot going on. Thank you for doing this. I, I no, me- thanks for having me. I mentioned to you before we got on the air that it has been forever since either I talked about Jordan Spieth on this program or somebody brought Jordan's name up. Did, did all of this began with, with poor putting, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, it really is kind of remarkable how he's fallen off here um, after such a great run there for a few years. But I, I, I think it did start with poor putting um, after he won the Open in 2017, uh, which happens to be his last win. He kind of had a what we thought at the time was a down year in 2018. He barely missed qualifying for the Tour Championship by one spot. Um, and a lot of his problems were traced to putting. You know, he just wasn't putting as well as he had been uh, up to that point. We, you know, we sort of remember him making putts from everywhere. And I think it was a combination of, you know, he wasn't making the long ones that you're, you're not expected to make, but he also started missing some of the short ones. And he got out of, out of whack on the greens, and I think he put a lot of effort into getting that dialed in and better. And the result of that was he let his long game slip. And if you look back to last year, he actually putted fine. You know, his putting is, is is pretty good. I mean, that was not his issue. His issues are off the tee, getting the ball in the fairway, and obviously when you're not doing that, it leads to all kinds of other issues. Is it is it the classic case, Bob, that we hear so often um, that because the putting had suffered, he put more pressure on the long game. He wanted to hit it closer, although to your point, closer wasn't always better. Um, and then, and then at, at some point it was all wrong. Yeah. I think, you know, there's this human sure. Uh, it might even be subconscious, you know, when you're, when you're not making as many putts, you put pressure on yourself to hit it close. And, you know, when 15, 20 feet was a good shot before you might be thinking to yourself, it's not a good shot anymore. And so then what you squeeze a little tighter, maybe to try to, to try to get it in there closer. And, um, you know, now, now you're narrowing down your ratio of success quite, quite considerably, you know, and obviously it's hard to hit it tight every time. And, uh, uh, and then, you know, I, I just think also the amount of work that he put into the short game, it probably had to lead to, and he's talked about this a little, you know, not quite focusing in on the long game like he needed to. And he got into some bad habits. And, you know, he's struggling to break them still. I mean, it's amazing. He doesn't really even contend much. You know, he's um, having a lot of finishes outside of the top 30. He did have a stretch last year where he had a couple of ten, uh, top 10s in a row, including the PGA Championship, and it, and it looked like he might turn the uh, turn the page, and, and then it never happened for him the rest of the year. He had, I think he was like, he had a pretty good tournament in Korea, but then he was he was poor in Japan and, and um and China, and then was sick at the beginning of the year, didn't play the Sony, and now he's sort of been in a, this catch-up mode ever since. You know, it's just not, not a uh, – had a good result at Pebble Beach to get him back in the top 50 in the world after he had fallen out, and now he's again slipped back out of the top 50, which is, you know, hard to believe we're talking about a guy who was number one for so long, now not even the top 50. 
You know, you you mentioned not even contending. Um, I'm curious, Bob, do you think in some bizarre way he's benefited by, frankly, being off the radar the last couple of years, almost as if it has let him go about trying to fix this kind of under the radar? I mean, I, I, to be honest, I'm not sure that's the case uh, because he gets asked about it a lot, you know. Um, he's even even though he's 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 not been up on leaderboards and he's not been in contention, he's still a subject of media discussion, and he gets asked about this quite often, you know. And um, it's got to be frustrating for him because it's the same questions and the same answers, you know. He's trying to work through it. He's trying to be patient. Tries to have a good attitude. He, you know, I, I think in his dealings with us, he's been he's been more than upstanding and upfront and honest. And, you know. Um, yeah, but, uh, but it's gotta be frustrating. And sometimes you see that on the course where, uh, you know, it's just the ball's not going where he wants it to. And, uh, that's, uh, that's obviously, that's the object of the game. You, you, you gotta get it in the fairway a good number of times. So you have chances to get it on the green where you want to. And, and he's not been doing that. And, uh, it's, you know, I mean, it's interesting His strokes gained off the tee that has, has, has gotten worse every year since 2015. It was really good in 2015. It, it didn't need to be that good probably for him to still contend. But, um, you know, he's like in the 190s right now, and, and, and that's just not going to work, obviously. You know, you need to be better than that to, to be able to shoot the scores necessary out here. And I also think, too, it's part of it is I think, you know, he might get on a roll and then he just doesn't shoot the number. I mean, I think there's probably been a lot of really good rounds that he had that it, it didn't show on the scorecard. And uh, that, that leads to even more frustration. We're talking with uh, Bob Herrig here on the Augusta Golf Show. You talk about frustration, Bob. Who do you think gets frustrated more? The questions? You think Ricky gets frustrated with the questions that come at him because he hasn't won as often as we think he should? Or then there's Jordan, who's been at this pinnacle and now is trying to make his way back. What do you think's more frustrating? Well, I think it's probably, I probably think in each of their own ways it's, it's frustrating, you know. Uh, you know, Ricky obviously hasn't fallen off like that. He's still top 20 in the world player. Uh, but as you know, and, and as he's discussed often, he doesn't win very much. You know, for a guy who's as popular and as well-known, as highly ranked as he's been, he doesn't have a big, long resume. It's been over a year now since he's won on tour, hasn't won a major. Uh, you know, all those things that until until you start to win more a couple of times a year, until you win a major championship, those are... Those are those are questions that are going to continue to dog him. I mean, but you know, he, in his case, he can look at a guy like Phil. He had those same questions into his early 30s. You know, Ricky's not even at, at Phil's age yet when Phil won his first major. Um, it, I, I think he can hold on to that sort of thing as as uh, mm-hmm. you know as motivation. With Jordan, I think it, it might be a little bit more dire because he's obviously not competing at the level that he was used to there for a couple of years, and. Uh, you know, you wonder, does he want to try to get it all back too soon? Is that part of it? Is he pressing too much? You know, it's, it's, I think there's a process, you know, start, start, start having, you know, trying to put four good rounds together, try to get in the top 10, you know, give, cut yourself a little bit of a break uh, as opposed to, you know, wanting it to be up there every single week. You know, you mentioned the word dire, Bob. Is, it strikes me, is there a possibility, because Jordan is not 
by no means short, but not the longest hitter. Is there a chance the way this game is played today that it, if he doesn't figure this out in a reasonable amount of time, this could all pass him by? It's possible. I mean, listen, you know, there there are short windows for, for sustain, sustained success out here. Um, you know, Tiger obviously has blown all that out of the water still to a large degree, too. But, I mean, look at what we've seen with some guys already. Like, you know, Jason Day's been struggling. He's, it's more about health with him. He's fallen off. You know, Adam Scott was up there for a while and fell off, and now is sort of trying to get back up. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's not easy to, to you know, follow up a five-win year and, and, and then – uh, you know, do that again. I mean, it just doesn't happen very often. Uh, but I think what's frustrating is to not win at all now for, you know, the better part of uh, three years. Yeah. You know, did what the entire 18 and 19 seasons without a win. Really, in 2018, his best chances were at the Masters in the Open. The Open, he was a 54-hole co-leader, and he, and he didn't make a birdie in the final round at Carnoustie, you know. And, um, and then really has not contended much since. So uh, it's, um, you know, as we all know, golf's a hard game, and, and it's, it's got to be really, really tough when you, you had a guy uh, like him who, you know, <laughs> five years ago the guy, the guy came within a stroke of, of, or two of winning the first three majors and showing up at the PGA Championship with a, with a chance for the Grand Slam where he finished second, you know, and, and now we're talking about, uh, you know, can he even get back to winning again? In the article, you spoke with Steve Stricker and Andy North, Paul Azinger. They all kind of seem to sing the same song, Bob, that game's hard. Everybody goes through these patches. He's going through the patch. They all kind of are like, we think it'll be fine. You think it'll be fine? I do because I think he's too good. and He's too talented and he, and he works too hard to not find it. And, you know, his short game is still excellent. You know, he had the blip with the putter, but he seems to have found it. And 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 holding putts can 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 really do you a world of good. Um, I, I'm I'm to be honest, a little surprised he hasn't found a way to get the ball in the fairway and off the tee better, a little bit more consistently. I mean, obviously, we all know he's working on it. He's practicing. He's trying. Um, he's got a coach that he still works with who helped him greatly get to the point that he was. Uh, it's a bit of a mystery why, you know, it's not coming together for him. Uh, but I don't think he's going to stop trying. And, you know, just it wasn't that long ago where he said those, those quotes, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, the, the next one's going to be better than, than the first one. So, you know, that's a good attitude to have. And uh, obviously uh, I'm sure he'd like to get it turned around as quickly as possible. Uh, but you, you, you've got to, you've got to let, you got to be patient, let it happen, and not, and not put that kind of pressure on yourself to make it happen immediately. He is a Bob Herrig. He yeah. works for ESPN. You can read his work at ESPN.com. I know, as I said in the beginning, you slammed this week, Bob. Thank you for taking the time to do this. I deeply appreciate it, and I will see you soon. No problem. Thanks a lot.